Hi, Crystal here from the Lion City Rock podcast. Although you probably know that since you've chosen this podcast to listen to. Um, but if you come here by mistake, well, I hope you'll stay on for the rest of the episode because this is part two of our chat with Joan Chu, you know, the basis of Les Zeppelin, the all-female rock band who perform Led Zeppelin songs all night, I think. Um, but before we get into the episode proper, here's a quick recap of what happened in part one. Intermission. I feel when the pandemic happened, we were quite lucky to still play some shows here and there, not, not often. And then my first job as a musician was being in a string quartet when uh, Hotel Intercontinental first opened. Put out my first two CD was uh, Epitaph of Destruction GNR and then Skid Row 18 in Life. Oh, okay. I had no idea why I picked that because <laughs> none of my friends were listening to it. But I'm like, yeah, Dad, I want these two CDs. I saw my old friend Shalin and she asked me if I wanted to join her band. So that was like my main cover band after that, you know? End of intermission, part two. Yeah, and that's a nice segue into like how you got to New York. Um, in the first, like, how what was that like? You know, like, you know, because you were in, I mean, in, in the unexpected, right? For yeah. for quite a while, and then yeah. the next thing I know, you're you're not in the unexpected anymore. So, mm. uh, how so how did it, that, I, how did I, that how did that happen? And why did well, that happen? To, why why do you do that? I moved to New York. Uh, uh, this is going to touch a little bit of my personal life, which uh, which I'm probably not going to say too much of here. Okay. But I did move to New York for someone sure. else, right? For a big part of it, but also case I felt like, not to say that I didn't have anywhere to go here. Uh, I was at the point in time I was head of strings in uh, Mandeville. I really enjoyed mm. my job in Mandeville, uh, teaching, uh, which is not as part of my musician aspect that some people don't know, don't really know about. But I enjoyed teaching a lot. Uh, I enjoyed being able to supposedly, you know, changed someone's lives in that way. I am in contact with some of my ex-students okay. who have graduated from colleges. Wow. wow. I know, right? I'm so old, man. <laughs> uh, and they still look me up. And one of my students, for example, she looked me yeah. up in uh, Chicago or when she or another student oh. came to New York and we were like, I miss you. Are you around? Right, <laughs> wow. I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was head of strings in Amandaville, which, uh, which thanks to my, my boss who saw beyond a paper qualification mm. to 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 put me as head of strings, uh, Miss Yap Shumi. Yeah. Uh, I mean I after okay. all I do yeah, uh, yeah. I was just I just enjoyed teaching. I, and then I mean I was playing with Shaolin and I felt like um I enjoyed the job. I enjoyed playing with Shaolin a lot. Uh, mm. but I was like something else more now, you know? Mm. Something else is missing. I don't I don't I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but something else is missing. So when I was given the opportunity to move then, uh, I was like, I'll just try it. It's mm. means two years, two years of flyby. <laughs> two years became another three more years. And then yeah. three more years. And I'm like, wow, I guess I guess I'm staying here for quite a bit, you know? Yeah. 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 To be honest, I was very scared. I didn't think I would I didn't think I would survive as a musician in New York. Uh, mm. Also, because I visited New York prior to this, um, moving to New York, and I was like, I remember walking into the Met Museum and the restaurant string quartet was like, blew me away. That's the restaurant string quartet. I mean, yeah. I played the string quartet, right? So, yeah. but the level was like, <laughs> okay. like a thousand times kind of thing, and they are playing in a restaurant string quartet. I mean, I, I was just like, wow, that just the level of musicianship is insane. And then I went to see some shows too. I'm like, 
wow that's because all the all the great music schools are around and people mm-hmm. always, you know when yep. they graduate they, they'll try to make their way to new york to play uh so when i first went there, i was like mm. i'm not i'm not going to survive that's okay we'll, we'll see i gotta do something so i did my mm. suzuki training violin teacher training mm-hmm. um not because of anything but just Oh, it was an interesting subject to me. I did yoga teacher training only because mm. it was interesting too. I wasn't intending to become a yoga teacher, but mm. what better way to know something, you know, yeah. uh, than to go into a, the heart of the heart of it all. Um, and then I got, I ended up missing playing music live. So I started looking at Craigslist. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, at the time, a lot of Craigslist. Uh, Mm-hmm. I yeah. played my first gig ever was with a singer songwriter. I played violin for him, and then another Craigslist band was uh, that I I stuck around with quite uh, for quite a while. is Party Lights band, where I played bass. It was a garage power pop uh, trio. Mm. We started off as all all girls, and then eventually you know mm. things change. Mm. Yeah, but that was really where I played bass a lot. I started playing bass a lot, and uh, mm. because it's a because it's a trio. I had a lot of space to really, right? You know, yeah. learn my fretboard really well. Yeah, yeah. So it's because of that band, I think my bass playing skills improved. Yeah, and then um, with Party Lights, I started looking for more Craigslist, uh, Craigslist, uh, um, at looking at more Craigslist at to see what else I could do. Hmm. So I played with after Party Lights. I think I started playing with Instrument Thieves. Uh, also another band I found in Craigslist. That's uh, Match Later is the mastermind of that band, and I love his songs. But we would actually gather in a rehearsal space, an underground rehearsal space, every week, and and just work out parts together. Like he'll come with a skeleton of a song, the lyrics, melody, and sometimes the chord changes, and the four of us would just hammer it out. You know? Wow. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> And this band is called Instrument Thieves because everybody plays everything. My drummer plays keys. My my bass oh, yeah. my, my I play keys and my my keys will, my key player will play play bass and right. my guitar players. Everybody plays everything except me for I don't play drums. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, and sometimes my my Philip my keys player is. <laughs> He's such a character. He'll break. He'll say like, "Oh, I wrote out this four-part harmony vocal. Let's just go in and sing for one hour four-part harmony." It's <laughs> basically what we did. We just spent rehearsal time trying to sing with each other in tune. Where on earth would you find that kind of time in Singapore to do this kind of thing? Seriously, I haven't yeah. experienced that at all. You know, so mm. that was one of the fun bands that I had. All original music. We played in a lot of underground uh, uh, bars in Brooklyn and in the city. Mm. Who else did I play with? Um, Bright and loud, uh, or say more so weird to say metal because it's not metal. It's, it's, I don't really know how to categorize a lot of uh, the music we play. It's original music. Uh, right. Where uh, three boys from um, I met these three guys and they were from Berkeley, uh, okay. school and they moved to New York and they live in the same apartment. They were playing for other singer songwriters and I happened to play with them uh, for a singer songwriter in the band and then. They asked me if I wanted to join their band. I'm like, okay. So I played keys for their band. Mm. Um, and, uh, and we put out we put out uh, recordings and stuff. Uh, I think I probably mentioned to you that um, it's funny because now what the bass player of that band is like a big YouTube star, yeah. uh, Adam Neely. Yeah. Yes. yes. And <laughs> at that point in time, it's like he 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 didn't have he didn't have this YouTube channel and he, oh, okay. you could tell he, they were all in their early twenties 
still discovering themselves, you know? Right, yes. And I was the old bird who was just kind of like tag along with these young boys, you know? Yeah. But they're all very talented. They're all very talented. Uh, so that was another area that I, I, I got into. Um, so I could, basically, I played with people who were school, not in school. I just played. Mm, mm. Got money, no money, just play. Right. You're right. nobody there. You're a small fry. You just yeah. go out and do it. Yeah. Right. How did Les Zep happen? Um, oh, so Party Lights that I mentioned, um, mm. the, the, the main uh, writer of the band, songwriter of the band, her name is Anna, Anna Blumenthal. And um, she was working in guitar world, uh, part-time writer as well as in the sales department. Okay. So, and then at that point in time, uh, guitar world's editor-in-chief, Brad Talinsky, he had his own band and he was looking for a bass player so okay. Anna recommended me and I started playing in his band here and there. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was releasing a book on his 20 years of interview with Jimmy Page. Right. And mm. So when right. he was when he released that book, we played the show in Cutting Room for the book release. Mm -hmm. And the special secret guest band was Les Zeppelin after that. Right. After we played. Okay. So I only heard about them at that point in time and I had no clue, you know, I had no clue who they were. I was still pretty yeah. new to the scene if you think right. about it. And I was playing a lot of original music, which was really fun. So it's been a while since I saw like cover band scene and cover band tribute set, whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. OPM, OPM yeah. scene in, 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 in New York. Mm. And when they came out to play, I was like, oh, I also won this. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were super cool. Seriously. Right. Yeah. At the point in time, it was, Steph is still the Steph obviously was, the main member. Yeah. Steph is the main member because it's it's her band and yeah. you know like Jimmy Page, she's the mastermind of it all. Mm, mm. Uh, Lisa, the drummer, was also in the band, and it was Shannon who was singing then, and right. Megan who was on bass, who also plays keys and also plays mandolin and also went to med school. Oh, <laughs> big shoes to fill, right? So yeah. anyway, they they played and and I was like, I also want to do that. Yeah. So I think that was maybe twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Uh, my first early part of uh, being in New York mm. and it so happened because so because uh, Megan is teaching was teaching then and she's still teaching now and I think she, she wasn't in med school yet but she was teaching and there's sometimes when if the, the 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 shows take a longer period of time to be out of the city she could not make it so Les also had a west coast sub but they were looking for east coast sub as well so right. Brad recommended me to Steph I auditioned uh, in 2014 and mm. I played my first gig after audition in 2015. Wow. Mm. Okay. <laughs> One whole year later. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually in 2014, um, Les went to, came to Singapore. Yes. Yeah, for a BFS. Right. Yeah. 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 And they actually asked me to come, but I just couldn't make it. I oh, was so disappointed. Okay, okay. I was so sad. Yeah. Wow. Then I would yeah. have been talking to you. Because yeah. I did interview Steph uh, for BFS. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Do you remember what your audition song with them was? Like what? what, uh, what I remember I had, I think I played Good Times, Bad Times. Okay. Uh, oh, definitely Communication Breakdown because 
when I played Communication Breakdown, right, Lisa the drama, and I remember so being so stressed because Lisa the drama came, you know, like the second chorus, the bass lines are completely different. <laughs> the drama is telling me that my bass line better be different, you know? Yeah. And then I told Steph this already, uh, but uh, yeah. throughout the whole time where she was auditioning me, she kept staring at my hands. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> she just play and look at my hands as we play, you know? Yeah. And then um, those two songs, possibly ramble on. Um, oh, okay. Okay. And I remember this asked me, do you play keys? And I said, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, at the point in time, I didn't prepare any key song, but I remember playing Misty Mountain Hop with her show right. before. So I, yes. I played Misty Mountain Hop with Emma. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Those were the audition songs, I think. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. And then your first gig with them, like, was that, so that was still as a sub? Uh, sub, yeah. I subbed yeah. for a good, uh, 2015, 2016, I sub here and there. It's like when I say I sub, I meant like maybe three shows for the year, <laughs> three or four shows for the year. It wasn't like a regular sub in a way because it's not like every gig that Megan couldn't make it. Mm. And then Megan uh, uh, was playing with Ghost. Do you know that band Ghost? Mm. Yeah. Yes. So she started touring with them in 2017. And when she started touring with them in 2017, I think it's 2017. I really hope I'm not getting my years. I'm basically, one whole stretch of a time she was yeah. touring with Ghost I started playing more with Les and at mm. a point in time Marlene also uh, the current singer now just right. joined the band right yeah you okay. didn't meet Marlene you met Shannon right yeah I met Shannon yes yeah because yes. uh, Marlene wasn't in the picture then mm. so Marlene just joined the band and we started uh, touring more and um, uh, uh, I did not officially get the gig till 2018 where they handed me a a very special hoodie that said Jonesy on one side <laughs> and Led Zeppelin on the back. All girls, all Zeppelin. Yeah, right. that was my official. That was my official offer. Wow! Mm. Wow! Okay! Okay! What's it like being in this kind of band? Because how does how does the dynamic work like that for you? For you, I mean, you know, having played in say, you know, original bands, you played in cover bands, uh, in pub bands as well. You know, so how does this, how how is the is the dynamic still the same? Or can you? Can you use all those lessons you've learned or did you have to like learn a whole new set of uh, gigging? Uh, for, for, for me, um, I think one of the training, training I say training, but it's, it's, I think it's just a, a work etiquette that the band had was with Sholin. Um, and uh, like I said, we always try to play, we always try to understand the, the music that we are learning, you know, whether mm. it's um, learning note for note or the vibe. But uh, in this band, obviously, I, I impose a lot of things on myself, like, even learning Lemon song, I make sure okay. I transcribe the whole damn thing out. First. Oh, really? Wow. I, tra I transcribe the whole damn thing out. And to learn the language, right? Okay, okay. I mean, it's the one of the most iconic bass stuff that yes. John Paul Jones did. So you want to play like him, you got to learn how he, how he plays. Sometimes in that aspect, it's a little bit more difficult. And I think a lot of jazz musicians will agree because they transcribe, you know, whoever mm. is your favorite uh, 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 instrumentalist, their solos. Yes. But those solos were improvised. Yes, yes, correct. And that means whether they can play it again, cannot, is another story. But those yeah. solos were improvised. But because it's so good, you want to learn your language. So that's yeah. how I approached uh, learning John Paul Jones' bass lines. It's, it's most prominent when it, it's in songs like uh, the blues, the blues stuff in the first album, but this okay. is still blues. But yeah. like Lemon Song, like I said, is one of those most iconic ones, right? Transcribed mm. from beginning to end or, or when he did Ramble On, I also transcribed. Mm. Just the one note difference, 
I will I will remember it. You know, like oh, for example, wow. in the second okay. verse, he actually misses the first note, yeah. not on purpose, okay. yeah. but because it's a live recording. Yeah. So I remember little stupid things like that, but it it, it it doesn't matter. It's not that I will miss that first note, but I remember it. You know, right. from the recording. Um, how is it different? Uh, being all girls in a band is different. It means there's a lot of hair around. <laughs> <laughs> the, the definition hair, of a hairband. Like, <laughs> Rob, Rob, my guitar tech will tell you, yep, it's just a lot of hair around, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of nakedness too. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the energy is very different from from being playing it playing it, as a female musician playing in a band. Most of the time, my band members are mostly guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's yeah. one other female, but this is mm. all female, so. It's really nice, and I mean, I had my, I had obviously my 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 worries because all female can mean very bitchy, can mean you know a lot of, uh, like undertones that you don't really mm. know how to read. Um, I think that's also why I, I I generally hang out with guys more because I feel like I don't know how to read a lot of these undertone things that's going on with females. I mean, growing up I was the same. I have two brothers, okay, I have two brothers, right. and I played boys growing up playing. Yeah. Playing, like tomboy stuff so it was very natural to be in that situation but with this band uh there's i think everybody kind of feels that way they okay. are also like that you right. know so we kind of understand each other with this i would say every band has drama but whether yeah. the drama is manageable and whether we're all adult about it is another story and this band is just like everybody wants to do this work and everybody wants to um you know put on a good show all the time so that's why I love working in the band. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. I, I have to mention this one other person that uh that does sound for us whenever he can. His mm -hmm. name is Night Bob, he's a legendary right. sound guy. Uh I don't think many people in Singapore know about him, especially right. sound guys. Most people don't really talk about sound 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 people. Most but people don't know Night... there's a guy down there doing sound. Uh, <laughs> so he's doing he's doing sound. We also sometimes have the venues monitor guys, so it's different guys, but Ah, right. Night 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 Bob is legendary in that he was a sound guy for Aerosmith for a long time. Right. Again, and with uh, New York Dolls when they first started. Um, wow. Kiss. That's mm, um, a name. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Night Bob. Remember him? He he does sound for a ton of people. I remember when I first uh, my first sub and he was in the van with us. So we travel in the van, right? We'll meet right. at the storage space in New York. Right. And Rob, who's tour manager, guitar tech, you know, Mr. Yeah. Take Care of Us, Know It All, uh, will be driving. And Night Bob will be our sound guy. And then the four of us at the back with all our gear packed behind. So I yeah. remember the first time I showed up, I said hi to everybody. And at that time, it was Shannon still. Uh, so I showed up. And then Night Bob just kind of like, uh, <laughs> for those it. who don't know what I'm doing, he just kind of gave me a nod a strong, yeah, acknowledgement. Yeah. And he, he didn't speak to me the whole time. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh, I hope I don't oh, offend no. him. I'm so scared to be too loud on stage. I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he did speak to me for a good uh, few sub shows until one day, he first thing he said to me, you're a very powerful bass player. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop, chop, endorse, endorse. Yeah, yeah endorse already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, you hear of his name and you're like, 
uh, hopefully he likes me because if he doesn't like me i don't need to think about a future with this bed at yeah, all you yeah. know <laughs> yeah. so i think he still likes me i hope so <laughs> but you should hear the stories from him like he has the best stories about obviously about aerosmith um, mm-hmm. which i would not care to share here because it's his story to tell yeah but yeah, uh yeah, yeah. spicy stories <laughs> yeah i'm sure I'm... <laughs> so what about your own spicy stories Oh, I felt we were going to come to that. Uh, what spicy stories? Uh? Uh, don't really actually have. Leh. Don't bluff. Leh. Oh, I don't know. I cannot remember. Block it out of my mind. <laughs> it's one of those nights. Is it? It's just... <laughs> I have to say, though, one of the things I do remember is that being in Colorado and being at high altitude and all of us were given oxygen masks. Oh, the really? poor staff, she was oh. so sick. She played through the show. The minute she literally walked off the stage there was a big bin there she hurled into the bin <laughs> oh my goodness but, oh, well. yeah the whole day she was really feeling terrible she wasn't sure whether she should like continue with the show i have to right. say she still played awesome there's a video of it uh, of that show online and she's like i played terrible and everything but if you watched it and you listened to it she was still top form mm-hmm. but i still remember her just taking the guitar went to the bin <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's a spicy story. But... That's, a, that's a spinal tap moment, right? There. That's a, yeah. a rock and roll Cleveland, that kind of thing. Yeah, rock and roll Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Except in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> but do you get a lot? I mean, like, you know, going out and doing I'm sure there's a lot of these kind of like on the road stories where where it, you know, just sometimes, yeah, like, your, 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 your guitars just don't sound or you're locked in a, trapped in a pod and you can't get out, you know. Yeah, we make sure that we, well, I, I make sure that I don't get, uh, write any of the, the, the measurements of anything down because, you know, metric versus, yeah, it's, I, I'm sure bound to get it wrong. Till today, I still cannot understand Fahrenheit, so, forget about, okay. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still, my, my, all my weather apps are still in Celsius, so, okay. but the good thing is that I can relate with Marlene, who, you know, uh, she's born in Greece, uh, Cyprus, and mm. she lived in, uh, in England for a while, London for a while, so right. when I tell her Celsius, She's the only one the one who understands <laughs> what 34 degrees means. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That's nice. What else? Being in a girl bed. Oh, being in a girl, I'll go bed in the van means a lot of pee stops too along the way. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. And if there is no pee stop, yeah. we will not hesitate to get off and pee where we have to pee anywhere right. it takes. I just say that, you know. I think I think one of the other things is, um, <gasps> you know, I mean what I like, I mean watching I mean from watching the videos is you guys really have this like stage. I'm not. It's not craft lah, But I, I mean, it really looks like you guys really, really love being on stage with each oh, other. You know, I mean, yeah. there's there's yeah. Just, there's a certain I, I you yeah. know it's there's a certain communication. It seems no breakdown. Yeah, just communication between you guys just from a little side look. Sometimes when the camera will catch like, you just turning, let giving a look to I guess Lisa. Yeah, I mean, Lisa. Can't see yeah. It, it's probably her. Yeah. So so you know, and then all of a sudden you go like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got that. You know what I mean? It's that, it's yeah, that kind of. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love those kind of moments. That going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that obviously would take time to build up too. So I'm very glad I actually subbed for a while before I uh, um, was sort of in the band full time. Because if you ever seen any of the earlier videos that I was ever on stage with them, I did not move. Because music, <laughs> the, the music part had to come first. Right. I was right. still like, not that I was struggling with it, but it was just like, I better focus on this versus. Uh, I was also listening a lot to Steph and, and Shannon and, 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 and Lisa or Marlene, you know, depending mm. on who was on stage with me. And even though I learned, learned, like I said, I learned the notes, but delivering it is different. Like we play, 
the place it in songs a little bit more like uh um behind the beat okay so there's a different style that there's a different uh, presentation when we when we play on live so yeah like i said i learned the notes but i was paying attention to how they are performing and learning their ways of performing it's kind of like uh it's like kind of like a accompanist which i did a lot when I was teaching, because I did piano accompaniment for my own violin students, and you really have to read them. Oh, yeah. when I was playing with Sherlyn, I had right. I had to understand how she sings, how she breathes, how she phrases. You mm. know, so I was doing that with three other musicians on uh, on stage, and I'm pretty. I, I, I guess you can say I'm pretty much the glue between everything too, right? Because mm-hmm. being the bass player, you kind of like if, if Steph was to go off somewhere else and Lisa want to go off somewhere else, which they never, because they're also very in tune with each other. Everyone's listening to each other. It's just. That was why I was very uh, uh, subdued, so to speak. But as I got to know them better musically as well as in person, uh, mm. it made the stage thing a lot easier because, you know, uh, you're more comfortable in each other's presence. You kind of like understand how each other move, understand yeah. how each other play. Yeah. So then it became more and more fun. Right. Because then you're really, you're really communicating each other's stage to, to do a, 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 a collective uh, presentation. So to speak, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. That thing is actually, in my view, more important than whether, you know, oh, they didn't play that, that <laughs> she didn't play that note, right? Or, or they did. Right. Oh, that's not the right. solo I remember. Or, or you know, yeah. whatever. It, because I think, I think that kind of thing really carries, it carries across everything else that you're doing. I mean, like that, that, that instance where I think where, where you're, was it the keyboards you were playing and then it just didn't work? Oh my God, yeah. 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 <laughs> In the light, yeah. So we we right. been doing this show, Physical Graffiti, a uh, full album, uh, mm. quite a while before the pandemic, and then we are bringing it back. In fact, when I'm going back, there are a lot of Physical Graffiti shows coming up in June. I oh, think we okay. have like one at the one in Brooklyn Bowl, in uh, which I just heard today. Steph just messaged, and then on June twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, we're doing it in um. What's the first venue? First venue, I cannot remember. It's called Elevation 27, but I cannot remember where it is. And then the second venue is in Hamilton, uh, in Washington, D.C., which is right. a few blocks away from the White House. Um, <laughs> and then the third one in Milton, uh, Milton, Delaware. But they're okay. all physical graffiti shows. And there are some songs that obviously Led Zeppelin never play. Only play once live. And physical graffiti's uh, in the light is, was never done live yeah. by the band itself. So we had to figure out how to how to make it work. So the basic two keys sound, right? Yeah. One is that starting but that so yeah. that that sound um in today's context, I guess I'm not using authentic instrument, but then I don't have like, you know, unless somebody wants to sponsor me a MOOC, <laughs> a, a vintage MOOC at that at that point in time. So I found this MOOC on on my iPad. But it's by the MOOC company. Right, right. And I managed to, you know, um program it in such a way that it could sound as close as possible to to the sound of in the light because right. a lot of these new a lot of these new um since they sound new they sound 80s and later yeah you know it's very hard yeah. to get simulate the same simulation sound yeah. so i finally found something that i think was you know workable and presentable but the problem with that is that ipad tries to be too smart sometimes and will shut down <laughs> or not connect okay <laughs> and so while i was using a midi controller it just didn't want to work you know, it didn't want to work for that one one show. It took forever. Mm. Thank God, like, uh, Steph came out and do some like, Middle Eastern um, little uh, ambiance thing. But I was freaking out, yeah. 
So that was not fun for me because my heart was pumping out of my chest and everybody mm. tries to come and help, but I also cannot tell them what, what, what's going on here. I don't know how to save it other than turn everything off and turn it back off. Yeah, again. I was going yeah. to say, like, did you, did you plug in again? Yeah. And you, like, you know. Eventually, that was what happened. Turn everything off and turn it back on again. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's stressful. Yeah. You know what? What is there anything else uh, happening with Joan? Yeah, well, so we talk about a lot less, and uh, obviously that's the more high-profile stuff uh, mm. because of the shows that we do, and because of the the, the that the band has been around for a while. But, um, you know, got yeah. Jimmy Page's stem and approval. Stamp of approval. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, gave, I wasn't in the band when. Yeah, he gave his chop, right? Yeah. yeah. I was in the band when, when he gave his stamp of approval and he came to Les Zeppelin show. It's not like somebody told him this come in. No, no, somebody invited him. He actually knew that the band was playing and he took his time to come to the show. And I, I mean from the stories I heard, he took his time to come to the show and he took his time to come backstage to talk to them. I mean, mm. how cool is that, right? Yeah. Uh and then uh, I know you've seen the picture on online uh yeah. with Steph and Lisa and Shannon and Megan uh, in that same picture, it wasn't it wasn't uh, the band's um, idea to take that picture. It was Jimmy. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then we're just too astounded with him, like <laughs> too much, too much in awe and too much like <laughs> I can't believe he's here, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And it was Jimmy who asked for that picture, so just just to put it out there. Uh, right. I can yeah. say it because I I I'm not I'm not bragging for me. I'm bragging for the band. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't there, so never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. That's the high profile stuff. But I do do a lot of other yeah, stuff going see, on. Like, yeah. uh, huh? Sorry, Jeff, what do you want to say? No, I think didn't quite hear him. His screen froze uh, for those All right, who yeah. have no idea what, what John and I are talking about. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, we have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Whoops, and we lost him. Yep. Okay. We'll wait for him to All right, back. well, we'll wait for him to come back. Um, but yeah, like when we played in the Met Museum where they had the uh, Play It Loud uh, exhibition mm. of guitars, mm -hmm. uh, we did not know this, but it was on the, I think it was on the day of or one or two days before that show that we found out from the organizers that uh, it was Jimmy Page who recommended the band to play. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, what? <laughs> That's that's really endorsement. That kind of thing is yes, really yeah, endorsement. Yeah. It's not just people saying it for the, you know, for just being yeah. polite. You know what I mean? I mean, already playing and saying that we can play in the Met Museum was super giddying for me already. And right, then suddenly yeah. hearing that it was Jimmy who recommended the band is like, what? Till today, he's still giving us the endorsement. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just terrible. That I'm very frustrated now because it's been a horrible, horrible tech week. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why. The whole week has been all sort of nonsense. Some of the yeah, online at... lessons came better. Yeah, I did some online lessons. It sounded like that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just tell them you're you're teaching them how to do like, you know, pizzicato or something mm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want long yeah, sustained yeah. notes. We just want short, sharp yeah. pizzicatos. 
Yeah. Anyway. anyway. So you talk, it, You were asking me about other than less. Uh, what else? Do you like in in the pandemic time? I had uh, some recordings. Uh, recently, was a, a release with um, uh, this this song called um, with Jeff Slate, the poacher. I actually recorded mm. violins for him and bass, and the violins were recorded in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, but you have so done stuff with Jody Potter, right? Oh yes, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Jody, oh dear Jody, I haven't seen him in a while, but uh, he's now living in Ohio. Uh, yeah, oh. we did the we did the Adam tribute um, mm. in twenty twenty one. You know, because Adam unfortunately mm. passed away. Yeah. Uh, with COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that tribute was to help raise money to save yep. the stages in in New York as well. So we did it in Bowery Electric. You can actually find the entire uh tribute show online on his page on Jody's page, Jody's YouTube page. Right. And um, I don't know if you guys watch it, but if you do watch it, uh, go check out Sean Lennon's um, uh, cover of one of the Fountains of Wayne song. It's so beautiful. I mean, there are a lot of great ones in there, but that one really stood out for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I guess, I yeah. guess yeah. what's the, is there a downside to being John Chu at the moment? It, it's, yeah, what's the best Downside, thing? Or worst, yeah. What's the best thing or, or worst thing about being being Joan at the moment? The 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 best thing about being me is being me because I get to play all these different music and uh, I mean it wasn't just I mean original music, small small underground bars, or, uh, mm. not original music, recording for other people's music. It's something I enjoy too. If in a studio as well as privately, um, there's been a lot of new releases out, but you know as a session player. You don't get the glam of yeah, uh, yeah. Like the singer or yeah. like even in the last recording I just mentioned, uh, Earl Slick was in the in 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 the recording, but Earl I never Slick. got to meet. Okay, yes, wow. I wow, never got yeah. to I never got to meet him, but thank <laughs> I I got my 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 guitars with him, or you know that kind of thing. Um, like uh, oh uh, oh say also check out Bird Street's uh Bird Streets uh hmm. he has an album coming out like. And he yeah. also has Amy Man uh, recording bass for him. So I'm on yeah. another song. I'm not as famous. It's okay. But I really <laughs> like John's writing. John's writing is amazing. Um, yeah. What else? Uh? So we, are, uh, we, connect, we are connected, like, Bird Street, and I. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. You tell me. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. The yeah. new stuff coming out. I did record one song for him oh. also. So I'm very happy with the way it sounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for great, it to come out. Great, great music. I love it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know when he asked. So the, the thing with John, right? The first time I played with him was in a country band. Country His band. girlfriend Joanna was uh, singing a lot of like Amy Lou Harris kind of stuff. So I played mm. bass lah. And bring, here's another thing about country music. When I was, nice. this whole time of playing country, uh, uh, playing music, right? I didn't really like country songs. <laughs> <laughs> to be very honest. Four, but then four. I realized what I don't like about country songs. I don't like modern pop country songs. How do you yeah. mean? Uh, like when you have two cute girls singing about in high pitched voices and stuff, but like I, I don't know how to yeah. explain it, but like the current pop country song. Then when I started, uh, when when I played with John and his girlfriend at Joanna in a in a country band, I was like, wow, there's a lot I never heard about or discovered just because you know Singapore people also don't in Singapore people don't really listen to a lot of country mm, music other than that's true. I, I I don't I can't even name you who people listen to in Singapore when it comes to country music. Do you know? Um, I don't know. Travis Tritt, I don't know. Probably yeah, one of those so, guys. Probably one of those guys, uh, the, the... So when I when I was exposed to their set list and I started learning the music, I'm like, oh, now I get why like some people are really into this. 
whether it was the steel guitar stuff or like the style, just the style yeah. of music. I mean, as a bass player, you're one five one five all yeah. the time, which is fine. Yeah. It, it's yeah. cool. But after yeah. playing a Led Zeppelin music for a long period of time, playing country music, you realize like Led Zeppelin is always so behind. Country music is either damn on or a little bit ahead. And, yeah. and I always felt like I was, eh, how can I cannot catch up? So I cannot catch up. It's just that my feel is always so behind. So used to yeah. it, right? Yeah. But anyway, that's how I got to meet John. And then he told me that, uh, oh, I have a tour coming up. Uh, we're opening for Juliana Hatfield. Are you wow. free to come along? I'm like, check calendar. Yes, yes. <laughs> so joined his band then. And then um, every now and then he had different people collaborating with him, which I think is awesome. You get to hear different sounds on uh, the music. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, still trying to answer your question. That's all the good part about being John Chu, uh, playing all kinds of different music on different instruments. People's favorite question to me is, what's your favorite instrument? Depends on what music I play sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I, I, there are times where I enjoy playing the violin still and there are times where it's, it's not so fun. It's boring, mm. so to speak. There are times where bass is also boring, so to speak. Um, when I say boring or not as fun, it is still fun. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. the good part about being being uh, having uh, my 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 job. Um, the bad thing, uh, the bad thing is that there's only one of me, lah. There's only one of me. I can't bring my two of me and play keyboard and violin at the same time. Right. You go right. another extra pair of limbs or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean. Uh, you know, I mean, you you've taught you've taught people, right? You, you mentioned that you've yeah. done teaching. So if somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, Joe, I wanna I wanna do like what you're doing. You know, get out there and then just do, what 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 would be your advice to to these? How people? old is this person? Let's just. I know see. I asked because I teach as young as three year old before. Okay, they will not know. Let's how just to say, say like three year olds will not come up to you and go, "Hey, Joan, good, you know, yeah. I want to do music for my career." <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's somebody. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess somebody who's like who's thinking maybe music. They're uh, unless in music, they're obviously. called Mozart, yeah. Yeah, unless unless, yeah, unless they're Mozart, called Mozart. Oh. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. True prodigy. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but yeah, if, if somebody comes up to you, you know. I mean, I guess these people would be like, you know, they they like music, they like playing music, they want to take it to the next level. Uh, mm. Yeah. What would you say to people like that? I guess if we're talking more about Singapore, if we're talking more about Singapore context, I would say um, uh, be humble, be mm-hmm. open. Uh, Wait, be let me write this down. To... I need to take uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be an observer, be a listener. Your, your, your most important uh, um, uh, I mean, when it comes to playing playing music, the most important thing is your ears. It's not anything else but your ears. Mm. You know, listen. Mm. Um, be, I don't know about Singapore, but I guess today in Singapore context, it makes sense. Be prepared to hustle now. Okay. Uh, when I started playing music, I, I kind of stumbled into playing string quartet because my violin teacher recommended me. I stumbled right. into Sherlin's bar. She asked me if I wanted to play, you know. Right. Um, I say I stumble, but obviously when, when you're when you're in in any situation, put in the work. Yeah. Don't mm. expect yeah. things to just land in your lab, obviously. Yeah. Um yeah. and another thing is when it comes to showing up, be early. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If you're on time, you're late. Honestly, right. if you're on time, yeah. you're late. I don't think playing music, I mean just showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a respect of other people's time. Yeah. So I was one At minute least... late today. I was very aware of that. I was prepared, but I was one minute late today. I was pressing yeah. things here. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
be prepared to hustle and be prepared for for down times where it, there's just no shows or no no gigs coming in. I'm not even talking about pandemic. Mm. Be prepared for that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I suppose in terms of Singapore musicians, you know, very rarely do do people talk about going outside yeah. of Singapore to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of musicians mm. will will do it here, whether they're original musicians or or whatever. And then they are, they are, they are, they, are, I I don't know. Yeah, content may be a bad word, but maybe sometimes they just don't know that they they can actually do it outside of Singapore. Go yeah. somewhere else and then do it over there, you know. And I think you're one of those examples that that, that has shown that yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. you can still it's make possible. a viable, yeah. I think you know. So, but I think in my in my in for me, it's a little bit different because I spent quite a good number of time, amount number of years doing it in Singapore, whether it was teaching or or playing shows, mm. you know. I mean, mm. I even played in a, I played in a lot of events with uh this group I had called Sanikis, which is. Uh, electric uh, string trio <laughs> okay yeah okay. a lot of events all event stuff where i actually recorded my own minus one tracks for the band to, uh, for the, the trio to play on you know wow um, yeah i know I, I really have played now that i think about it i really played in a lot of different scenarios and in a lot of different like yeah yeah, yeah. if you if you ever see any of those videos you will laugh your head off because we had to dance and, and play violin Wow, uh-huh. like like what's yeah. that group Bond something like that? Yes, exactly. That's how we came about because of oh, Bond. Really? And then there was a oh. there was there was a demand for that kind of a yeah. performance, yeah. you know. Anyway, um, yeah, it's not easy, and I know it's very daunting for any a uh, Singaporean to go like, oh, I want to go and play. Uh, I, I want to go live in New York and play in New York because I tell you, I, I'm on my third artist visa here, right? right. Mm. Every artist visa that I applied for got more and more difficult. Any visa to get out of, uh, no, not to get out, to no. go into a country. Yeah. I imagine it's a bit the same for like Europe too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or oh, even like, yeah. I mean. But it's I not mean, impossible. Mm. Right. I, I got, I'm going to put you on the spot lah, because I can't imagine, uh. for me, I, I can't imagine doing that. I mean, even going it on your own, you, you know, you, may, you, you say like, okay, you went there for other reasons. Yeah, but still, you know, after a while, you realize that you're actually going in on your own, right? Right. And, and, you know, so I can't imagine how that must have been, you know, trying to like get all these things. I mean, surfing through Craigslist isn't always, uh, <laughs> it's not always. Uh, don't say surfing on Craigslist don't always work, sorry, but sorry, surfing on Craigslist is also a bit scared. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, correct, right? It's like, uh, hey, can you come to the apartment for a rehearsal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go like, uh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Just you and me, you're a guy, I'm a girl. I've never met you in my life before. Yes, yeah. do I really no. want to do... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to really sometimes jump in with, with both legs, so to speak. Yeah, totally. It's not like when you go go to America in a school, to go to a school and then you build a community. Right, and then yeah, that's like a different thing, I just I guess, pretty much yeah. went there. Yeah. In my late... Not even in my formative years, it's like in my late years to try mm. and restart all over again. To be honest, I today you asked me to do it, I wouldn't do it again because of my age and everything. But <laughs> even then, at my age, people are like, can I? It, it was in my 30s, it was in my mid-30s doing this. I'm like, 
which person you know in your mid-30s decide to go to another country and just try it out, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. That's that's you know, that that's the thing as well, this whole trying it out thing as well. I mean I mean that's why that's why I've always been okay. I mean I'm I'm gonna just fanboy a bit, but I've always been in awe of what you've done, and that's what I liked about about uh, you know the Shalin stuff, the stuff that you guys were playing in Shalin. So I was like, wow, this girl is like, she gets to do all these different things, and and, and I know that you had also done a classical. So it's like, wow, you know, you you that whole wealth of I guess knowledge or you know that that getting to experience that that whole you know world of different music everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's great. And I think I think I think that's something also that a lot of musicians sometimes forget because they they sometimes like a particular genre, um, even mm. like whether it's jazz or rock or whatever. They sometimes mm. realize you know, sometimes you can get some interesting ideas from listening to I don't know Billie Eilish or something. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would say I'm the biggest fan about Billie Eilish, but I did listen to her stuff just because you know it's today's world's music yeah. too. And uh, watching uh, parts of her, her documentary, right? She's mm, she's mm. a really very inspiring young lady. Yeah. To be able to communicate what she communicates in her generation to the masses, it's yep. and using that kind of format, you know, the the kind of. I mean, I think the true yeah, I think the true talent. I mean, she, yes, she sings awesome. But I think the true <laughs> yeah. talent is also her brother. Oh my god! Her brother's ears He's are such a great arranger. It's a great arranger producer. Great producer, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. But, but they I mean, have their roles, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, and recently she did Coachella with like people like Damon and yeah. stuff like that, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that all worked out for her, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean by keeping an open mind. I mean, um, there's this book I read about. Uh, this is your mind of music, and all mm, of us. Okay. It doesn't matter how old you are. All of us veer toward the music that we grew up with. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why now '90s is very popular because the people who used to listen to '90s music are now with the money, right? Yeah, to, they... to go to '90s tribute shows. Right, um, right. It's very popular in New York right now or in the states. There's a lot of '90s tribute shows. At one point, it's all '70s like us like that, right? So right, my right. my audience is, you know, kind yeah. of mature. So... And then, uh, <laughs> then became like the '80s music when we were growing up. Uh, maybe about not when we were growing up, but '80s music about like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's a '90s music that is popular. Why? Right, because all right. these people with the income uh, grew up with those music, you know, right, and we yeah, yeah. T- tend to be towards that. And it's very normal because we have our best memories, or probably the most uh, uh, memorable stuff that happened to us were connected with these music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to take up too much up. time. I know, gonna you, get... I know you. No, I, yeah, I'm happy good. to chat. Yeah, it's great to chat. Oh, unfortunately, uh, the technology. <laughs> But the technology gods are not on my side this week. So oh yeah. I, yeah. I must have, offend, I must have offended Elon box. Musk. What did you do? <laughs> I trolled him. So I trolled him on Twitter. So now he's getting his <laughs> Twitter. And then he's, now it's his revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the revenge. We're gonna call this episode the revenge of Elon Musk. The uh, revenge of Elon Musk. Revenge of Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He yeah, showed his grace yeah. for the last five minutes. I'm very, unst- I'm very unstable. You are very unstable. You're very unstable. <laughs> unstable. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but thanks a lot, John, because actually I don't think I've ever met you face to face, you know. <laughs> oh. I think we have. I don't think you yeah. remember me. Yeah, we have. Really? Yeah, Quick, because uh, before we connected. Yeah, because because before we connected uh, on like Facebook or whatever, I'm I'm pretty sure I met you in person. That's why when, when you... When we connected there, it's like, oh, I know this person. I don't remember where, but I know I've met you. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, 
when you are when you are the uh, session of uh, whoever it is you play with, nobody remembers you. You know, so it's okay. It's not a big deal. You know, you're a singer. You're a songwriter. You're also a, 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 a oh, low battery. Okay, so I pop in. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So I do remember you. But now you remember me, so it's okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. But anyway, thank thank you, Mama. Thanks, Mama thanks so much. Yeah, it's great. Thanks so much for this too. No, thank yeah. you, thank you, John. Whatever, really. whatever, whatever, whatever. I did see and hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'll right. play you the tips. Cool. I'll play you the tips. I do. Probably, I'll wait. I'll wait for the podcast to yeah, actually yeah, listen to this. Actually, <laughs> listen to what's going on. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when I fly back, uh, I got asked to do a sub show in Texas. So literally flying in and then flying out again to Texas. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, and I've never done this show before, so we'll see what happens. If you want, if you want to check, check Joan out and check Les Zep out, um, you know, they're, they're all over on YouTube. You can catch them, watch the videos on YouTube. They've got cool stuff. Uh, album, right? You guys have done an album. Oh, Island of Skewers, yeah. Uh, mm. I didn't record bass in that because the previous bass player was still in the band. Uh, right. But it's an album with strings. Right. So I did co-arrange uh, some of the string stuff. I did play violin in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a feature track would be uh, Achilles Last End. Uh, wow. Okay. With strings. Check it out. I think wow. that was one of my favorite uh, track in the in this uh, album. Okay. 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 Yeah. End, yeah. Yep, so go check out um, Joan's stuff. She's, I mean, she's, she's done recordings with so many different people, um, you know, from our local guys like Stone Revivals all the way to like... We're talking about the Bot Fucks. Bot Fucks, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I put an E on this podcast, that's right. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Well, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, okay. Yeah, connect with me uh, on social media. Because uh, mm. I'm not the... Uh, I, I like to connect with people too, like... I reconnected with uh, you, Chris, and um, Kevin, even though Kevin doesn't remember me, but now he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're on IG, I suppose, would be the best Most way of the to... time, IG. Facebook mm. just has a weird algorithm where yeah. I think it annoys people. Right. Okay, yeah, so check her out on IG, see what mm. she's done. More, It's more than just music. It's a whole bunch of other stuff she's put up there, uh, yoga yep. especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you like that kind of stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go check her out. And uh, yeah, thank you, Joan. We'll, thank you. you, know, you we got we to actually do a, a proper catch-up next time. You know? Yes. Real yes. copy session. Yes, real, real copy. Thank Thanks, you very Chris. much. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, we'll see you mm-hmm. again soon. Thanks, Joan. Bye. Yep. And that was it. That was... Uh, Joan Chu telling us all about her experiences with Les Zeppelin and as well as being a musician both here in Singapore and overseas. Um, yep, like we mentioned, um, you can find her on social media, on Instagram in particular. Yeah, and if you did like this show, please uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe, share, share with your friends all, all about the uh, Latin City Rock. Yeah, so please do give us a rating wherever you can. That really helps us get the word out a lot. And um, yeah, you can find us on everywhere you get good podcasts, you know, where you get your podcasts, actually. So on behalf of Kevin, who unfortunately had to time out due to connection issues, we'll get him back on uh, properly next time, we, we, we promise. Uh, we hope you like this episode, and we hope, uh, you know, Everything's all fine and dandy and we'll see you next time on Lion City Rock. Bye!